0: Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth.
1: Hey, Sam. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you?
0: Thanks, Ryan. Doing great. Very happy to be here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to talk to you. We start off by you telling everyone who you are, what you do for a living, and what your hobbies are.
0: Yeah, sure thing. And my name's Sam. i Married, uh, five kids, we just moved, we, we, we relocated our family from the Philly suburbs to the Denver suburbs about four or five months ago. Just, it's been a wild ride. For the next two months, I'll be a school counselor, finishing up 21 years of public education, and then I'm launching into coaching full-time, uh, made to thrive. That's exciting, making the transition to,
1: I guess, across the United States, you would say, or pretty much across, right? Yeah, it's about as far as I
0: want to get, I think. i think i think i'm good here what about your hobbies what do you do for fun oh boy well we have five kids so try to be involved with them as much as possible fun for me really is like and this whether or not this is cool when we had twin we had twins our last two and our date nights became buffalo chicken stromboli she puts the kids to bed i run out and get buffalo chicken stromboli and we watch a movie (laughs) in, in in peace and quiet the hangout times, like th- that's, I think the limits of doing whatever the heck you want, whenever you want, have really helped me appreciate smaller things. So I love to read. I do a lot now with kind of, I'm kind of working two jobs. So the hobbies part, well, we're working on bringing that back in.
1: <laughs> you were right though. It's amazing once you have kids, like something as simple as watching a movie, it changes, you know, yeah. it, you pre- you appreciate it more.
0: One of my favorite quotes, if uh, you know the book To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee, yeah. Scout is not allowed to read in first grade because she's not supposed to. And she says, until I, was, until I wasn't allowed to read, I never loved reading. One does not love breathing. And I'm like, "That's <laughs> 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 everything is breathing when you, when you have a lot of kids. And you're like, man, I really missed that. That was kind of fun. So it's <laughs> helped me appreciate the small things for sure. So I'm going to hit you with a doozy right off the bat here. In your opinion, uh, what is the meaning of life? It is a doozy, and I love it. The meaning of life to me is to add meaning to other people's lives. And you, you can do that in big ways and small ways. I'm a big picture scale guy. So I'm like Steve Jobs said, we're trying to put a dent in the universe. I'm trying to do that. But I think people who aren't big picture, you know, I've got to do everything at the biggest possible level. You probably actually have a greater opportunity to have an influence in somebody else's life uh, on a really small scale that means the world to them. To me, that is the, like, the evolution of personal development and that whole personal growth journey
1: is is very inward because you're working yourself. But I think the evolution of that is then trying to raise the awareness of that journey for other people and helping them find, find it for themselves. And that's the evolution, in my opinion.
0: There's a lot of power to being two steps ahead of somebody else and knowing that you're about a million steps from where you might one day be. So you're developing yourself to be able to lift up others. Doesn't really get much better than that true what is it about personal growth that interests interest you so much i think it's the great equalizer i really do i think if you're willing to study and, and grow yourself and and a classic example of this is uh is earl nightingale who's kind of like the father of professional development and he wrote the strangest secret which is kind of his famous recording but he was from literally nowhere like the slums you know it's great depression times but he had a library card if you study as by, bi- I mean, I really do. I think it's a great equalizer, especially now, more than ever, when you have platforms that are more readily available than they ever were, you didn't, you don't need the connections. You really just, if you've developed yourself enough and you can get into the thought leadership space, it's a wide open door.
1: Yeah, very true. Let's start with the morning. Let's start with how, you, let's start with how you start your day. What does that look like? What do you do for when you first wake up to set the tone for the rest of the day?
0: I'll tell you, I've, I've been listening to your podcast, love it, and I'm really out of the loop on the personal uh, health and fitness fitness scene. So I'm going to apologize, to people, in advance. I, I am not the the morning warrior that I should be. So mine is very very simple. Is I get up and I make a cup of coffee, and then I'm going through different reading plans, but. Right now, I'm doing a reading plan and reading through the Bible in a year, which I've never done. I'm 43. My dad's a pastor. I probably should have done this before, but I never (laughs) have. But my challenge to myself is, I got four chapters. I want to find one verse that I can apply to my life somehow. And why I like doing this is twofold. It's at minimum a 2,000-year-old verse, right? So my day, my yesterday, there's perspective, um, and that's why anybody who reads—they read Seneca, they read Marcus Aurelius. There's something about pulling yourself out of your current circumstances and realizing that you got two thousand year old problems. It's probably not like you could probably handle it, right? The other part of it too that I really love—if you know—Deep Work by Cal Newport. Yeah, is he talks about pushing your mental threshold? So I take like this morning. It's probably close to half an hour. And there's like 8 million things I could be doing, right? And it's really hard. So one thing I do is little, just as a little hack is I actually put my planner out next to my Bible and my journal. So when I get an idea, oh, I got to do this today, I write it down and I get back to it. So I'm always trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm always being pulled away from it, but that mental exercise of focusing on something for 20 minutes or so, one, when am I going to focus on one thing for 20 minutes for the rest of my day? But two, If I've got that, the rest of my day can be a train wreck, but I've, I call it winning the day. I've won the day just by having that first 20 minutes to a half an hour, quiet time, five o'clock, because no one's up yet. It's just, it's really awesome. So I should start working out too. But in the meantime, this is what I got. Your start time is 5am. I'll say this. and, And this has been, I found that the biggest secret to my morning routine is my bedtime. Four years, and I said I'm 43. So for years, I could do five hours, six hours of sleep at night, and be totally fine. I would get bed late, wake up early, the whole thing. Frankly, I can't do it anymore, and I've realized that the key to my morning routine is when I get my rear end in bed, and that has been huge. And that has not been easy because my wife's a night owl. And we still like hanging out with each other, but that's been essential to negotiate. Hey, Sunday night through Thursday night, I got to be in bed by nine. I'm still reading. We're still talking, but I'm asleep at 10 because if I don't, then I'm, I'm rolling and going (laughs) the next morning. My morning routine's gone. And my, my day is all reactive. And I hate that. Sleep is so
1: huge. And I I got the whoop band, the whoop. My cousin introduced me to it. I don't know it. Whoop. Yeah. It's uh, it's, you just wear it on your wrist. You can shower with it. And it has an app that funnels all this data into the app on like your sleep, your strain, which is like how much you're exercising, like how much like your how much like your heart rate and stuff, like your um, like cardio work, yeah, and a um, bunch of other stuff. But it tells you how good your sleep is, like how long you slept, and like it gives you a score how recovered you are. It's That's now awesome. obsessed with getting a good score. Like if I wake up too much throughout the night, or I eat right before, eat right before bed, or anything that might disturb any parts of your sleep it actually is reflected in the apps now it's got me obsessed oh, with trying to get these gosh. good scores so i don't know if it's good or bad but no it's, it's
0: awesome dude that's it's the should i've had peanut butter pretzels in a beer right before i went to bed last night <laughs> yeah. probably not probably a yeah. terrible idea <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Then, yeah that's so do you know um the compound effect by darren hardy yeah, i mentioned that like yeah uh, that's like one of my top business books chapter three man the biggest difference there is tracking Yes. When you track it, you bring it to your consciousness. And that's where I've really started noticing. If I just pay attention to this, I don't have to do anything different. Just by paying attention to it, I'll do something different. And that, man, I got to check that that band out. That's really cool. And that's like, it, you just wear it. There's nothing else to do. Yeah. And that's why it's, it's really easy.
1: You can, you uh, that sounds you never, you never complicated about for me to handle.
0: I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's great.
1: So let's talk about routines, habits and routines. I know you talk a lot about turning ruts into routines, Maybe you can spend a few minutes uh, giving, giving us some advice on that.
0: And this is something that I, I, you know, 101 on me is I don't have it all figured out. Like I, I I'm i doing a bunch of stuff is almost like it's not, it's not as extreme as for hour work week, but it's the, I'll experiment on it first. Let's try to figure it out. But I started noticing about a month, I'm sorry, about a year or so ago that what I considered to be routines were actually ruts because they weren't. Making me better, and so what I've noticed, and and, and I um, there's actually an awesome training I just did with uh, twelve week years guys uh, Moran and Lennington. and they talk about the, just what are characteristics of really good routines, and then what are things that kind of keep us trapped, and they're really these unconscious habits, and the in and of itself they're not that bad, but it's when they bleed into those other things. That's what I was talking about, like how you're ending your night, you know, like key lime pie and a glass of milk, which is like. 400 calories of straight sugar (laughs) right before you go to bed is not morally wrong. It just screws up your morning. Whereas, right, we're we're recording this during March Madness. You watch a guy stand on the, the free throw line of a basketball game and he's got a, probably a physical and a mental routine that preps him to perform at a high level. So I've started really digging into these ideas of what differentiates the two and how can I start to build routines for certain points in my day or certain areas of my life and the where I could prep myself to be able to then perform at a high level so even like you can hit the driveway coming home from work if you happen to not work at your house <laughs> the three people <laughs> who that applies to but or you leave your office right you, um, Hyatt has this kind of like work shutdown routine but you leave your office and maybe on your the, the back of your office door is a picture of your your family. And a couple of things that you really appreciate about them. That's a routine that says, I'm about to enter the fray, right? I, calls went well or they didn't go well. I'm about to go out and be a person with my family. I need to have a routine, which takes eight seconds, but gets me in the right frame of mind to do the things that are really important. So it starts with identifying what's really important in your life. And then how can I build a routine, complicated or simple, long or short, that says, okay, now I'm signaling to my body emotionally, physically, and mentally that I'm ready now to do this thing that actually matters in my life. And so people do this around food, they do it around their relationships, they do it in their mornings, their evenings, whatever it might be. But I think I realized that I was going reactively through life in a lot of ruts. And it was leading to weeks of not being as effective as I could uh, in my life. And then now that I've started, right, talking about tracking, now that I've started realizing what it is that's important and starting building routines in front of them, it changes the game. It's so, so important. It's a great point. You've
1: got routines that, they might not seem like obvious bad habits or bad routines, but if they're not serving you, it's actually more of a rut. That's an interesting mindset shift or perspective shift.
0: And once you, and this is what Moran and Lennington, the thing I most took away from their training was, you got to realize that a rut or a habit is unthinking and a routine is difficult. But if you do the routine, it's almost like you're tipping over that first domino. The rest follows. Yeah. So don't focus on doing the big performance thing that you got to do. Just do the routine, and then you're stepping right into it. It's all. It's very similar to, to if you've played sports before. There's just that. This is my pregame routine because then the game is almost unconscious. But the routine is is really really important. I've actually like, unknowingly created like a, n- a nighttime routine
1: for myself. I'm not. I'm not trying to sound like the best dad ever here, but I've got <laughs> a routine at my daughters where. You know, we do gratitude practice and we read a little bit. It doesn't take long, yep. but to me now that's sort of signaling that my night is coming to an end, not like at that exact moment, but like within the next hour, I'm probably yep. going to go to bed. And so it sort of just caps the,
0: caps the day off. That's so cool. And, and that's what's fun is your routine to kind of end the evening is something that your girl will remember for ages, which is really kind of cool. Like you're not even doing it for her. <laughs> you just want to go to bed, <laughs> but you can add meaning to this stuff, right? It doesn't have to be as transactional. It can, it can be kind of a cool thing. Yeah, exactly.
1: I've got one more question for you, Sam. Maybe sure. we can wrap up with how you can, how people can connect with you if they want to learn Great. more. Great. Let's talk about happiness. What's your definition of happiness? What is your approach to happiness?
0: Absolutely. For me, and, and you had a, a guest on, a few episodes ago that I, was, that I really, really enjoyed. And he talked about the difference of are we looking at happiness or are we looking at fulfillment? And which, which actually gives us lasting. Yeah. Right? is it chocolate or is it something that with a slightly deeper <laughs> impact on us? More, more staying power, I'd say. Earl Nightingale, who I mentioned before, has a quote that success is the progressive realization of a worthy goal or ideal. And for me, I am very much a making progress kind of guy. And happiness for me is in the pursuit. And so if you know uh, Maxwell Maltz, uh, Psycho-Cybernetics, which is a much more accessible book than it sounds, but Psycho-Cybernetics <laughs> just reminds us that we are goal-oriented species. And if we're in pursuit, if I'm able to create, if I'm able to do, if I'm able to, to feel like I'm making progress towards something, man, I'm I'm just fine. If I'm stalled, if I'm reactive, it's the wheels are falling off. It's, it's just not a good place for, for me. Yeah. I'm
1: um, the same way. I'm, I'm, happiest when I feel productive. Yeah. It's, it's about fulfillment really. I mean, happiness is a, it's an emotion, but I think the ultimate goal in my opinion, at least is, is true fulfillment. I agree with you. That, that comes towards trying to achieve something, trying to create impact, you know, setting goals and, and tr- working towards them, the journey. So. Yeah.
0: And it might look like eating chick- buffalo chickens from on your living room floor because you have accomplished something like getting through the week with, <laughs> with, with a bunch of kids. But for me, I, I like I'm always what's the next horizon, you know, and I think that's just people are wired in, in different ways. And that's why I love about that question for you, because the variety of guests you have on here are going to give you different answers. And that's just fun.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to provide value with this podcast and raise the awareness of personal development but i also i also do it i also get a lot from it too just talking to different people and hearing their perspective on things and their morning routines and their habits
0: i i just i love it find it very fascinating it's a cool platform just to be able to talk to people and share ideas i love it
1: well this was great sam i'm glad we had this conversation gave a lot of good advice and uh i know my listeners are definitely going to take a lot out of take a lot away from it Uh, what's the best way for them to connect with you if they want to reach out
0: They can just email me, Sam, at made-to-thrive.coach. And also actually, uh, for your listeners, I have a more elaborate, elaborate's a strong word, (laughs) I have a more detailed (laughs) in-depth training. It pretty much is. It's not (laughs) terrible. I have a, a real detailed training on turning RUTs into routines where I actually say, I turn them into acronyms, what RUT means and how and what routine means all the all the different letters and uh, really kind of digging into those things and that's just that made to thrive.coach slash morning upgrade uh, they can get access to that uh, training for free there awesome yeah well
1: that's at the show notes page thanks again for everything you shared and thanks everyone for listening
0: thanks for listening to the morning upgrade podcast please subscribe and review and don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content